This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Donnie Bovine. At the age of 22, right out of the Marine Corps, he struggled with what to do next. He landed his first straight commission sales job and has spent over two decades learning what it takes to be successful in sales, business, and life. At the age of 40, he discovered he'd been living other people's dreams and not chasing his own. Launching his own business, he found himself and grew an international business and became one of the world's top podcasters and started changing lives. Thank you for joining me today. Hey, Roman, dude. Thanks for having me, man. I'm stoked to be here. My pleasure. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are now? Yeah, so you read some of the good parts, which is is awesome. So it makes me not have to do some of the heavy lifting. But, you know, 20 years, straight commission sales guy, two decades, however you want to put it. And, you know, that last stunt of it, I was a partner in a sales training company. And I really thought that that was going to be my destiny, that I was going to be a sales trainer. I was in the process of buying the company out. And my business partner at the time, we went out to celebrate a really, really good year. Numbers were up and life was great. And during that celebration, you know, he looked at me and said, Donnie, I got to tell you, I'm really glad you're my retirement plan. And in hearing that, it was one of those things that when he said it, I immediately acknowledged it and was like, you know, I'm proud. I'm glad I've helped you build the business you've built, you know, and, and all this. But on that drive home, I couldn't get that phrase out of my head that I was his retirement plan. And then a light bulb kind of went off and I went, oh, shit, I'm literally somebody else's retirement plan. And so from that conversation, 15 days later, um, I walked away from everything multi seven figure business, huge income, you know, the lifestyle of quote unquote, um, and launched my own business. And, you know, up until that point, I had never thought about being a business owner, entrepreneur, you know, anything like that. I just was a damn good sales guy and went after it. You know, long story short, I launched the business, ran it straight into the ground because I had no idea how to be a business owner, found podcasting, podcasting completely turned my business around, saved my business. And then it just started taking off and growing from there. But it's a a journey of going and getting punched in the face really hard by life and then stepping forward and getting punched again and doing it again and again, all in the name of, of growing, becoming something more and going bigger than I thought I was. And, you know, now flash forward two and a half you know, a little over two and a half years now doing this in business, I'm actually reaching back and helping others get to the level that I've gotten to in business. So, you know, I'm teaching them how to you know, get on podcasts. I'm teaching them how to get on stages, how to write their books. I'm teaching them how to become the face and brand of their company. 
and how to really scale and grow their businesses. So, I mean, that's a quick overview, but but that's a lot of how I got to right here. It's awesome. And obviously not everybody makes that kind of leap where they see, you know, they may be not happy, but have a successful business and a high income and kind of takes the strategy of, you know, burn the ships and we're going into a different direction. How, I, I mean, you said you did it within, you know, a few weeks. Did you have any kind of kind of struggle like following through with that? You know, I mean, I had a lot of mental head trash going on. And by the way, I don't recommend anybody doing what I did. Um, I, I 100% tell everybody, if you want to launch a business and you work a job, do that thing as a side hustle of some sort. Build enough income coming in until, until it makes sense to do the job. Um, uh, don't do what I did. I mean, I burned through my nest egg in less than six months, you know, trying because I was self-funding all the way through this. And, you know, it even got to the point at one point looking at my wife saying, babe, we're about to lose everything. Uh, literally just because I had no idea how to be a business owner. But in that 15-day transition, there was, I mean, it was it was really scary. It was, it was a big decision, a big call, a big move to make. But I think it finally hit home on the drive home in that 15th day. And I'm literally in my car driving to the house. And by the way, I hadn't told my wife I was doing this yet. You know, so I knew that was coming. Um, but... I, I grabbed all my stuff out of the office, you know, I'd walked away from the business and I really had that moment of, holy shit, what did you just do? And, you know, it was wild. I mean, I, I was completely freaking out at that point because, you know, up until that point, you know, Marine Corps, you know, all my sales jobs and everything else, there was always a security blanket of a company of some sort. And, you know, a lot of wild, rude awakenings on this ride was, you know, this was the first time that I'd fully bet on me and I was uh, pretty damn scared of what I was going to find. But, and trust me, I met me along the way. <laughs> That's for damn sure. So what, what was your wife's reaction? Because obviously some people make that decision. They're either younger or don't have responsibilities or, you know, people to depend on them. But if you have a spouse or a significant other, how did that kind of you know, affect your relationship or that specific decision at that time? No, that's a great question. So just to put it in perspective, I mean, at that point, we'd already built our, or bought our dream farm at home. Um, she wanted a Victorian house in the country and we figured that out. I built a second house on the property for my mother-in-law. So, I mean, in some aspects, we were living the life, you know, doing air quotes, but, you know, uh, that night when I came home, I wasn't nervous about telling her, but there was definitely a portion of me that didn't tell her prior to. And I think it was, I wasn't afraid of what she would say. I was more worried that she would encourage me, I think. Um, and so there was just so much self-doubt. I didn't want to add any of that own on there and that added pressure. So when I did tell her, man, two things happened. I mean, first she broke down in tears. I mean, that's the honest truth. And then she looked at me dead in the eye and she said this scares the shit out of me you better make it work and you know so i don't think there's ever been doubt or anything like that i think she's always had my back but i love the real rawness it wasn't rah rah let's go conquer the world it's this was a holy shit moment for the both of us and i think you know it just shows her tenacity and faith in a relationship that 
you know, she was like, all right, you got this, but you better fucking make it work, you know? So it was uh, uh, really putting me through through the paces. And now I was really wrapping my head around it. This just wasn't about me. This was, you know, I've got her life, her parents' lives, you know, all riding on, can I pull this off? No, yeah, that's that's something to consider when you're in that situation. And then in terms of kind of what motivates you, is the motivation now different than it was before you made that leap or is it still consistent? You know, uh, it's different. You know, as a sales guy, it was, let's get towards me. I was always number one, two sales guys in the company. You know, it was, you know, let's beat out everybody. Let's be the guy that, you know, that rock and roll did all that stuff. But that now it's, I get more... I get more benefit out of watching somebody else get it, somebody else grow, somebody else expand. Uh, I still think I'm one of the craziest risk-taking guys out there, and I do a lot of crazy stuff. But as far as business goes, I think. And and but man, now I'm more driven by watching that that individual who's been struggling as a business owner. You know, they've been a year or two in a game, and now they're they're all of a sudden you know, starting to figure it out. They're starting to get some momentum in the game because for me, that's cool because they're finally betting on themselves enough and evolving to a point to where they're actually getting to a spot where they can take care of their family, where they can take care of and, and this business that they set up to build is starting to work. That's a cool place to be, man. Very cool place to be. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, obviously, as a salesperson, obviously, you're motivated by generating income and more of a, you know, self. So the more you sell, the more you have, you know, personal incentive in terms of commission. And like you said, when you transition, you care more about people and more so that kind of legacy, which is a really great kind of segue for a lot of people. Some people don't necessarily make that. But I think oftentimes when you, uh, you know, get older, you change from that mentality of, you know, chasing money to what am I going to leave behind and what can I share with others to kind of make them better? Yeah. You know, I, and I love the hero's journey, which is exactly that. I mean, it's, it's about going back and teaching others what you've learned. And, you know, I think that's a, a lot for me is, is, you know, nobody in my family was an entrepreneur or business owner, whatever the hell you want to call it. And so this was all, you know, a self-taught learning process. And I think the, that's a lot of what drives me to go back and help other people come up through the ranks, you know, is nobody was teaching me how to build a business. It was, okay, let's try this. Okay. Let's screw that up. Now let's try this and do something else. And that became kind of the, the, the status quo for me. So to turn around and package this up for others to to follow, whether it be they're launching their podcast or you know they have a craft boutique they're trying to grow, whatever. It's it's teaching them the fundamentals and the basics. That's that's become a lot of fun with all this. That's awesome. So, what's one thing you've seen as a weakness in yourself in the past that you've turned around and uh, utilized as a strength today? You know, here's the funny thing. I don't give a shit about weaknesses, and, and I think it's a great question. But you know. I'm going to flip the question. I don't think people should look at their weaknesses ever. I think they should double down on their absolute strengths and go work on things that, that come more naturally to them. Because as you're growing your business and particularly, if you know what your strengths are, man, get after those and then hire out all the stuff that you suck at. I mean, there's still going to be things in your business that, that you don't like doing, but 
growing up, you know, everybody was like, get better at your weaknesses, get better at your weaknesses. You know, so I worried that I wasn't a good writer. I worried that I wasn't, you know, good in school, you know, all that stuff because everybody was like so focused on your weaknesses. And once I found sales and realized that one, I had the ability to really connect with people. And two, I had the ability to help people get what they wanted, whether it be a service, a product, and made it a great conversation. The ability to write, the ability to do math, all that stuff did not matter anymore. So I just learned to stay focused on my strengths and I went a hell of a lot further in life. And I think if people put too much energy on working on their weaknesses, then they're gonna mentally beat themselves up because some weaknesses you're never gonna turn. You know, I can't write for shit. I mean, my grammar skills are horrible, but I'm got a best-selling book. You know, I've got blogs out there that have been posted in national magazines and everything else. You know, and you know, I've got people helping me coming behind and editing you know, my writing and stuff. But I'm never going to spend time to become a better writer. I'm going to do what I do well and hire the people to come help me along to make me look a hell of a lot better and make sure they're compensated for for doing that. I hope that makes sense. No, it does make sense. I think the traditional uh, education system, you know, encourages you to, you know, get better at things that you may not, like you said, necessarily ever be good at. But uh, I think like the improvement is on your own terms. So if you see something within yourself that you would like to improve, then, you know, go ahead and do so. But you don't have to... Uh, improve things that you feel like you you don't enjoy or you're never going to be good at yeah i agree i agree you know um there's one caveat to that is people you know often tell me they don't like sales and and i'll say this as gently as i possibly can for your listeners if you're a business owner and you ever tell me you don't like sales get out of business because if you can't sell, you cannot grow a business. You're not going to outsource that sales process to somebody else until you have your head wrapped around it. So get good enough. I don't say to be great at sales, but get good enough to be dangerous. And then you can start building a team. Because if you don't know the process, you're setting everybody else up who follows you straight up for failure if you can't wrap your head around it. Yeah, I agree. So what's one piece of advice you can leave with the audience? You know, the biggest thing is go get punched in the face. And what I mean by that is Rocky Balboa says it best, man. It's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can take a hit and keep moving forward. And that's been the philosophy behind my business is if it's scary, if it freaks you out, that's the exact thing you should be doing, right? Go into everything and think, how do I do it bigger? How do I do it crazier? How do I do it? And knowing it's going to break. I mean, I tell the team all the time, I'm like, guys, let's go break some shit. And I know for a fact that if something's not breaking in the business, we're not going loud enough. We're not doing enough. If everything is comfortable, it's because we've gotten comfortable as a company and that's really scary because that means something bad's fixing to happen. I want to control the chaos as much as possible. And by doing that, by running straight into the fire and doing the things that are crazy, you know, uh, I'm a 42 year old guy that just started on TikTok, you know, uh, getting all that going. I got one video that's got 54,000 views on it right now, you know, so it's, but I don't know shit about TikTok. I don't, I don't even understand the platform, but we're, we're, we're there. So it's learning that. And so I just keep telling the team, we're just going to do a whole bunch of stuff to break and see what, see what happens, you know, and that's with everything, you know, the, the biggest, scariest thing, you know, that we're doing is, you know, I got tired of fighting to get on everybody else's stages. So I said, screw it. I'm going to do my own. 
So we're doing the Badass Business Summit in April, and it's the scariest damn thing I've ever done in my company. And it's scary because, you know, how much money we've got to put out to put this thing on. I'm bringing in 12 speakers. I mean, I've learned so much about systems and processes putting this thing on. It's insane, you know, so so go break shit. Go, go do the things that scare the hell out of you and watch what happens. Yeah, I agree. And I think if you're not uncomfortable, then you're not truly growing as a person or as a business because you will be failing and failing fast if you want to succeed. But if you're just coasting, you're not necessarily going to uh, reach your true potential. Just be comfortable. And eventually in business or a uh, individual in terms of a personal brand, you will be overtaken by the people that are taking those type of uh, risks to grow. Yeah, I don't remember who said it, but there's somebody who, who who says it often that, dude, there, however fast you go, and as soon as you're you're hitting your stride, there's some 18 year old kid coming up behind you that's hungrier than you are, you know. So, it's it's that ability to to constantly innovate, constantly do more with your business, constantly do the things to go bigger, and you know if you ever run across that thought process of you know. I don't want all that stress. I don't want all that in there. Then you need to question, why are you really in business? You know, why are you really doing this? I mean, I've, I've got a huge vision of, I really want to help 10,000 small business owners get to business freedom, you know, literally get them to a point where the bills no longer matter. And, you know, to do that, it's taken me really to break down everything that I've done. And we've had to break a lot of shit along the way to figure all this out. And, you know, uh, the bigger I go, the more businesses and more lives that I can impact. So, so it's, it's, you got to stay hungry. You got to stay fighting. And I think that's the one thing that correlated jumped over from my sales game was that, that hunger side of things. Yeah, I agree. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you? Yeah, the easiest way is if they send a text message to 817-316-6030, I believe, 318-6030, 817-318-6030. They'll send the word savage to three, uh, 817-318-6030. I'll send them over a free workbook on work-life balance because one of the things I did struggle with heavily is running a business, is spending family time with the family. You know, because running a business owner, it never turns off. So, um, whole pamphlet on that. Um, they can come to my website, donnybovine.com. Thanks again for stopping by. Absolutely, brother. Thanks for having me. It's a great time. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.